What's up everyone, I'm Shafi Malik and you're listening to the Who Drop the Popcorn podcast, The Premise is Simple. One respects a film that we know the others haven't seen and we all come together here to discuss it. Joining us tonight is Dave McHugh. Coming to you live from the corner shop at Sand Street. Sup players, nice to see you all. Andy Newlands. I will cast abominable filth upon you, make you vile and make you a spectacle. Ooh. Kyle Hammond. Goodbye, horses. (laughs) Goodbye, viewers. And we have a very special guest on the show. He's a singer, a rugby player, a boxer, a financier, all the way from the mean streets of St. Elia, Jersey. It's William Hunter. I wonder if you know how to live in Tokyo. If you see me, then you mean it. Then you know you have to go. Fast and furious. Here's a warning. We'll be going into heavy spoilers for this film. So we suggest you watch the film before listening to this. This episode's choice is Andy's. Andy has chosen 2022's Nope, written and directed by Jordan Peele. The story centers around two siblings, OJ, played by Daniel Kaluuya, and M, played by the brilliant Kiki Palmer, who are running a family business of stunt horses. However, their existence is turned upside down when they find UFOs visiting their branch. Andy, why did you choose this film? Three reasons. Reason number one, because you sent me the trailer and was like jizzing your pants about, oh, this looks amazing, this is amazing. I, I, I looked at the trailer and felt exactly the same. Number two, I was in London a couple of weeks ago and I uh, was walking past the premiere and it just looked absolutely insane. And number three, I really like Jordan Peele. Fantastic. Great. Thank you. Uh, reasons why. So I just, uh, I think I'd just explain to the viewers, um, the reason we've, why we've got our special guest here. So, um, Will, uh, is a very good friend of mine. Um, we've known each other. Uh, we've just figured out for about 10 years now. The reason why I've asked him to come on the show, well, Andy chose Nope. And when I first saw the trailer of Nope, I texted Will straight away saying, we got to watch this together. Because the reason why is because, I mean, I go to, to the cinema Will quite often, uh, but the two Jordan Peele films before that, we we watched together. So we thought we've got to continue our tradition of watching Jordan, Jordan Peele films together. That's why. How Will, how are you doing today? Yeah, all, all good. Thank, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here and pleasure to, you know, sit and talk through this film. Uh, I am saying it quite nicely, but uh, actually I didn't enjoy the film, so. Well, all right. You well, to- hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> the punchline now. You just... Taking all the energy out of the discussion straight away. Oh, <laughs> thanks, everybody. We'll see you next episode of Who Took the Yeah, Popcorn. see ya. All right. Um, Bye. Uh, Sorry, no, I was trying to th- Thanks for inviting me. I didn't like the film. You didn't even say who you are. I was going to say, I was going to say, introduce yourself. But no, oh, you were like, no, sorry. by the way, this film's fucking shit. <laughs> you always you know? you done the introduction. Uh, okay anyway will um (laughs) uh so anyway yeah so that's why i've invited uh will to the show will uh how often do you go to cinema um yeah i guess probably most of the times is when i go with you uh just a shabby let's be honest (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he kind of just messaged me out of the blue every couple of months saying, can we watch this film? Um, it's either like you guys aren't free to watch it, and then uh, that means I'm the one left having to go watch it with them. So. What, and then he doesn't contact you in between? No, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Drop, drop message every... Full 10 years of your relationship. <laughs> I, use, I, use, I use him for a Cineworld card. That's, that's why. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and also he gets discount from his uh, from his work as well, doesn't he? So, um, oh, he always makes he always he always makes sure that I pay for it first. <laughs> I always offer. Don't start. I always offer. Yeah, that sounds like that. <laughs> well, wow. um, next, I'll, what, let me just check the next listings for <laughs> for any good films <laughs> I want to watch, and uh, I'll text you and I'll let you know. Um, yeah, 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 be yeah. quick before Cine World disappears, man. Oh, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. We won't even have a Cineworld anymore. Well, if Cineworld does go bankrupt after a couple of months, just let me know, has Shafi actually been in touch with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, our, our friendship is bankrupt now, so... He's going to start asking me for, like, flight details, saying, oh, uh, do you want to go to the cinema? Do you want to go to the cinema? <laughs> we've, got to get the five, we've got to get the 510 flight out. With BA. You must have uh, some good air miles, right, Will, or not? Yeah, because um, I'm always paying for you. <laughs> so anyway, so, wow. yeah, uh, so that's the thing. Yeah, Will is sort of my um, uh, my partner in cinema. Mm. That's not really how Will's describe your relationship at all. <laughs> uh, okay, so, right, uh, Andy, would you care to recap the film? Yes, definitely. Hey, 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 what's that you say? It's Andy's articulate analysis. All right, so this film, fucking hell, where do I even start? So basically, you're in the cinema and you're watching Otis Hayward Sr. sitting on a horse and then something falls from the sky and he dies. And then you find out, like, the family, so it's an all, all, uh, all black family, and they're like uh, horse handlers um, in Hollywood and the first, like, whatever company, like, you'd call that um, in Hollywood. So they're quite well known. Um, they've got this ranch, and then some shit happens. And then the dude, the son, notices something in the cloud. Um, and then essentially, it's a, uh, you think it's a spaceship. And you're like, okay. And then you kind of, some shit happens, and it's like, then it's not a spaceship. It's an animal pretending to be a spaceship. Holy shit. And they basically try and um, capture this on camera. And there's lots of sub levels about social media and staying away from, you know, social media and not fucking, you know, going on TMZ and all the rest of it. Um, and then there's this mad monkey, which we'll talk about later. And then the, um, yeah, some crazy shit happens. It's, um, it's quality. It's Jaws meets Close Encounters meets, I don't know, a Western. I don't even know how to describe this film. It's a, it's a science fiction horror film. Neo-Western. Let's go with that. You've got to watch it in the cinema as well. And that's what happens in this film. Um, so we'll get, we'll get back to the whole cinema thing. But um, Andy, because we spoke about, about this film um, yeah. off mic. And the general gist of yeah. what I, with the opinion I got from you is that you were sort yeah. of in the middle. You kind of didn't, you know, like it, but you kind yeah. of found some sort of positives in. But it sounds like you've warmed much more to it. Is that right? Yeah. So this podcast has changed the way I deal and react 
to films. So I didn't enjoy the experience of watching this film. There were, it's, it's, it sounds mental, this, because there are so many crazy things that happen in this film. But I was a bit bored at some points in this film, and I thought there were some things that were just a bit silly, and there were other things that happened where I was crushingly disappointed. Like, for example, when I thought the film was going in one direction, I thought, holy shit, there's some aliens in the shed. And it just turned out to be some kids. That sort of stuff was annoying me all the time. And then the monkey thing, fucking, I was just like, what, what the fuck is going on here? And then I left. Maybe I was too tired. And then afterwards, as I always do in preparation for these podcasts, so that Shafi and Kyle don't bollock me, I read a thousand reviews and watched all the videos and stuff, and then understood some more of the like sub levels of this film. And now I can't stop thinking about Nope, and I want to watch it again with my clever brain in rather than my silly brain that I took to the cinema with me on that night. Because honestly, I'm so happy this film exists. It's it, it is it's just wonderful that this film is out there because there are there are some like fucking hell, even this monkey bit on its own would have been just awesome to have up on the screen. So I'm glad I went, I'm glad I watched it. But um like with some other films we've watched, I've enjoyed thinking about it more than the experience of watching it. Um yeah, just to reply to Andy, so I've kind of got the opposite of that. I really enjoyed the film and then reading what? all the stuff about it afterwards, I kind of like it slightly less. Oh, wow. Oh, really? I just thought it was a, a big, dumb, not, sorry, not dumb. I just thought it was like a, a big summer Hollywood movie, you know, monster movie blockbuster. And then it's only after I started reading all the themes, I thought, oh, I don't really agree with that. Oh. I just liked it as a, the big summer spectacle. So did that part work for you then regarding the, the chase and the, the whole like thrill of it? That all worked for you? I was entertained for, for all of it, yeah. We didn't enjoy yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And I kind of know what everyone's opinion is of this film. So I, it's good that well, we've kind of gone with the two positive positive opinions. Now let's go to the misery of the podcast. <laughs> let's start with you, Dave. Miserable McHugh is here for you. It's Miserable McHugh. <laughs> I thought you were referring to Will already. <laughs> well, how do you know my opinion of it? Because and, Andy from. told Andy told oh, me. I, that, I went for a drive with Shafi. Okay, yeah. So, my God, it's interesting because, like Newton says, oh, I'm going to watch it with my clever brain. But it's more clever people wrote reviews and now you know what they've said and you're going to go in and watch it in a different mindset. But, my God, I was so bored. I was just, oh, this film bored me from start to finish. Wow. And I, oh, I just hated it. I'm so sorry. I know we shouldn't be negative about films on this podcast, but I have to be honest. I hated this film. I was just so bored. And what I hate is I hate false, false kind of red herrings scenes where you think it's going to be a mad scene, and it just turns out it's some kids dressed up as ah, uh, so annoying, like monkeys or whatever they were. But, 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 I just hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But what you brought up—that's a trope for horror films, isn't it? Jump scares. It's like you know, uh, but then it's a cat that comes like yeah. That but jumps with out. Nope, it never. It just took ages to never. Went anywhere? Yeah, there is. I hate that. Like, I even like. I think like Quentin Tarantino is is amazing at setting up an intense scene, like a tense scene. Tarantino, and it's like like the sort of bar scene in Inglorious Bastards is one of my favorite scenes ever. And I just, but then it's like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where you think something mental is happening, and it just turns out he was just asleep. And I'm just like, oh, and but it was tense, but 
I just feel so shortchanged by those sort of scenes. So yeah, I'm so sorry, but I hated this film from start to finish and was beyond bored. When when I watched the trailer, I thought, nope, no, thank you. And the film delivered in in that sense. <laughs> I just hated it so much. Like I hated this stuff. Can I just say it's nice that Dave's got an opinion of a film for once. Yeah. It's been about yeah. Oh, he does. No, 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 no. He does. He does have opinion. He does have opinions. But then it's like, explain that, Dave. Oh, it's, it's just my opinion. That's it. <laughs> other than, I think it's because Dave has just finished work. Than, and doesn't have eight cans of other, the only, the only explanation behind <laughs> that. My favorite explanation was why? Why would you be scared? Why would you be scared of having a deal with the devil or something like that? You go on a big rant about if I've dealt with the devil, I wouldn't be scared. The wailing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah anyway. I stick by that. I wouldn't be scared of a barge landing on my windshield if I spent my oh, day. You're fucking saying. insane. If that happened to you, you'd shit your pants. I've said this for months. <laughs> they I would know, be scared but... just being behind the wheel anyway. <laughs> that wasn't my point. My point being <laughs> I is don't that have he, a license. he got scared. He got scared uh, of these little bugs landing on his windshield. Okay. Anyway, we've uh, we've invited a special guest, except we've ignored him <laughs> for about <laughs> half an hour now. So, Will, uh, tell us your opinion of this film, even though you revealed it before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but um, no. I, yeah. I mean, I was expecting to like this film because obviously, Shafi, like you said, you know, we watched Gal and Us, and obviously the films that we those films by Jordan Peele, I thought were pretty amazing uh, you know i thought the build-up was great and then obviously you find out sort of what happens you know you know you know, it tells you you know what's up sort of going on in this film but with yeah, um I, I just think with no it was just it just for me it just didn't make a lot of sense and there wasn't anything you know coming together piecing together i, I get that like you know andy you said that you you know read reviews and stuff after it and probably you, you sort of now yeah, understand only after it things, did i like this film yeah, because yeah. other people but, told me about what was going on but 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 for me, you know, when I watch a film, I just want to sort of know. I, I sort of want to know what's going on in the film as well. And I, I want a bit well, of, honestly. I, I'm I with you all the way. Did you think it was a bit of a mess? Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was a bit yeah, all too, over man. the place, and you know, I just didn't get any. You know, the, like the characters, for example, I didn't. I didn't get any like feelings from the characters or any. Got to got, you know, you don't really get to know them as much. You, yeah, it's kind of vague, and then you, it moves on to the next thing. And then, like you say, the aliens, uh, an alien ship just pops out of nowhere, and you're like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Was about monkeys, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's a UFO flying around. Yeah, I'm with you all the way, and that's fucking praying mantis. <laughs> fuck off! Yeah, don't, wait there, just wait fuck there. Off. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> you've just like swung. You've just you've just swung from. Uh, ending your recap by saying, "Yeah, it's amazing. Go and watch it." And now, <laughs> now we will. You're sort of like, "Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. It's <laughs> no, really no, rubbish." No, no. It, uh, nope, nope is a is a fucking shit film to watch, but I'm well glad I watched it. I love that it exists. <laughs> you say you want to watch it again? I do want to watch it again. I want to watch it again. To be fair, I do want to watch it, and I haven't even read that many reviews about it, but I, I do want to watch it again. Uh, I I think I think Dave, your opinion's going to change a bit if you watch it again. That's what I think, and that's not and I and and, and not re- reading any reviews either. I think. I think your your opinion is going to change a bit because I think what I, I was telling Andy about this because usually the convention of these type of like spectacle films is is if there's like an alien involved, you know, we're used to our Independence Day where you know we've got fighter jets kind of you know fight, fighting big aliens. 
you know, all that stuff. But well, that the, 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 yeah, intention, the intention of this film, the intention of the main characters of the film isn't to defeat what, what's there or even escape what, what's there. It's actually to basically get their five minutes of fame with, with, this, with this thing. So in a way, uh, possibly if you know that it's going to go that way, possibly if you know where the film is going to go, I think you're probably going to enjoy it more. That's what I think. No, like, like I say, I, I, I do want to watch it again, as weird as it sounds. I do want to watch it again. And, but yeah, no, I was just, I was just so bored. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so bored. And yeah, I just can't, I can't, my opinion has to be in the two hours. Like films, like, like The Matrix, I love that. Like that really entertained me. But then I find out like 15 years later that it's sort of a metaphor for, you know, being transgender and stuff. And I'm like, wow. That's really, really clever. Fuck me. That's what? great. But the film is still Kung Fu versus computers and it entertained <laughs> me for two hours. And then then tell me about this this really clever metaphor. But you have to entertain me. It's a cinema. Hold, on, hold up, David. Hold up, David. Dave, let me just tell you something. Who have you said on this podcast is one of your favourite directors? Um, I don't know. Who? David Lynch. David Lynch? Yeah. Yeah. I- so right, so what do you think is Mahan Drive like a big is there like Kung Fu against computers and all that stuff? <laughs> like you, the 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 metaphors like are like in your face. Lesbians. Oh Christ. Right, there's lesbians. <laughs> You're so not in great. all of his films, it's just one <laughs> one of his films. No, like Mahan Drive is is a fucking masterpiece. It's really entertaining. But yeah, this film just bored me. I was so bored from start to finish. I just didn't get right. it. That opening scene where they're trying to sell the horse or do an advert for a horse. I was just like, what the fuck's this? And who the fuck cares? And it's just like, oh my God. It might just be the chimp scene when he goes apeshit. It's pretty funny. But apart from that. Was that he I actually just... found that funny. I felt I was like, that was like genuinely unsettling. Like, no, I was know, like, what? this is what the PG tips have, but it should be like, that is fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I would have sold more tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you sing it, I'll arm it. Actually, I'm going to smash your face. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, that was entertaining. That was pretty intense. That was but... my favourite bit, probably, yeah. that, that whole bit. Yeah. 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 His character, okay. I found his character was just strange and boring, and I, I couldn't warm to anyone. And, and it was just like, oh, oh it, was, it was just so boring. And I, I just didn't like any of the characters. It's just, oh, it's I'm funny sorry. you say that, because I was trying to shut it about, like, Daniel Kaluuya's character, and I was like... I was like, fucking hell, you're so down all the time. But then, like, I was saying, like, he did just lose his father, like, six months before, I think, all these things. So you can't, you know, I've got to remember he's grieving and stuff. But yeah, he, was with, he that, was with his like, dad. He was with his dad when he got killed. So, like, yeah. there's, like, a sense of trauma there. But it's hard to warm to him as a viewer, I felt. Yeah. And the um, sister, I, I thought she was just a bit fucking annoying. I really liked I'm her, trying. and I really liked her performance as well. Was there supposed to be like a contrast to the characters, obviously? Like, big, yeah, proper chalk and cheese, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. time. Well, she needs to chill out and he needs to cheer up. Um, like, he, like he, she's sort of the face of the business now. And he's, uh, he's sort of like the, the brains of the business, I guess. Um, there must have been hints then that he was more like that before his dad died because that bit where they like high five each other, they're both yeah. going out, and they? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets yeah. involved with yeah. that, man. So maybe like he was, he was more, more of a was... person. It sort of hinted that he's like the favorite child. So, he, you know, he was put on this sort of pedestal, possibly, yeah, as you said, like it hints that he, 
he did have more of sort of an active personality. I enjoyed it. And I, and I mean, I think, I think the film is like stunning. Like it's just yeah. like incredible to watch. And uh, when you say uh, stunning, do you, do you mean like visually stunning? Yeah. Yeah. Visually. And even I agree. Like the, the night scenes are unreal. Yeah. Incredible. Like it's like, unlike anything else, like it's, it's uh and you know, the design of, but also like just the tent, the, the chase scenes and, you know, and the music and, um, yeah, it, it was like a prop. But the thing is, my you, it's funny that you know, you know, for Dave and Will, you kind of found the, I guess, like the metaphor or the the kind of you know subtext kind of off putting. But I kind of like how weird it is. Like how the fact is that you know Jordan Peele's made two crowd pleasing films um, with like Get Out and Us, where this film he's got like the bigger canvas of it. And he's got probably got a, a bigger budget than the previous films, but he's ended up making like the weirdest, most sort of like, like abstract film. And um, I, I, yeah, I kind of, I really like that. Um, but what I was going to say is, um, who's, who's seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind here? Me. Hi there. So Kyle has. Yeah, Dave, you've seen it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't particularly like it either. I thought that was, that was a weird film. It feels like very much like that film and the fact that, I can imagine like a lot of audiences having the same reaction that Dave had with this film after watching Close Encounters of Their Kind, because it is like that, their ending is a downer. Like he leaves his family to kind of go on that spaceship. And hold on, hold on. I took that very differently. His family are twats, man. His family are it's not the worst family. So he's like, fuck this, I'm fucking off to a different planet. <laughs> they're, they're the worst one. Do you remember there's a scene at the beginning where um So by the way, spoiler for Will who hasn't seen this film. Yeah, anyway, there's, a, so. there's a scene there's a scene at the beginning where he's there's a fam, like the family lounge and uh the kids are just running around destroying the fucking house and he's just there just like and the wife the mom's just sitting there <laughs> what, letting him do it. What and kids aren't doing that? <laughs> what kids aren't That's just a normal night at my house. He's trying to do something. He's saying to the wife, like, Can you go and sort them please? And she's just ignoring him. She's like, Yeah, fuck this. I'm I'm off to a different planet. See, I, Kyle, I hate Kyle, most of that film. Kyle. I hate most of that film, but I actually like the third act. Kyle spends every night on his keyboard going do 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 trying to communicate with aliens. <laughs> Saying, please pick me up, please take me away from Earth. Yeah. But okay, yeah, that's what I, that's what it feels that's what it feels like. It feels like um, you know, I can imagine someone going, Wait there, this isn't E. T. or like this is like this is um you know, this isn't like um Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like what what is going on? This is not the type of film I've been promised. And uh, I kind of like that this is like a spiritual kind of a spiritually connected film where everyone's like, oh, right. That was, you know, like that, that's, you know, it's not that they defeat the aliens at the end or, you know, they, the alien comes out and they make friends with it. It's actually, it's actually about kind of um, getting your like five minutes of fame. And, but anyway, but, but I'm not going to kind of go into meaning. I, I'm going to put it to Will. Because Will, you said you've not done any reading on this film or anything like that. What do you think this film means? I'll really tell you, to be honest, because I don't know. I, I, I generally, no. don't, yeah, I Will, generally you, don't know. Like because, having you on because, the show has been useless. Just perform some so. songs then, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I mean, no, because uh, I, I think when I came out, after we came out of the cinema, when I first saw the film, I was like, oh, I thought the monkey was going to be the UFO for a second, because that's what, because I just had, I was like, what, what was the relevance of the monkey in the, in the episode? I'm, I'm sure there is a subliminal meaning or some sort of meaning behind having the monkey in, in, the, in the film. 
Um, but I, I, I just, yeah, I just found it difficult to understand really what was going on half the time. And I, I imagine it's got something to do. Well, obviously the, the the chewing you up and spitting spitting out the you know the shards or the the, the leftovers is, is obviously something to do with the whole industry itself of, of being sucked up and then uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. If, yeah, but it's something to do with getting sucked up and getting chewed back out again. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one thing I got from it. it, it but that's about it, really. I had a weird theory. I thought the horses might be aliens at one point. It's like, are all horses aliens? And because this is before you knew it was a creature, I thought it was a ship. I'm like, is this just taking the horses back home? But yeah, obviously wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> nice. Star Trek Four. What about you, Dave? What do you think this film's about? Fuck knows, mate. I haven't got a clue. Literally, don't have a clue. It's about a fucking monster, isn't it? Like Tremors. I thought it was like that. It's like Jellicatu. You know, you can read into it. There's loads of metaphors. Or you can just enjoy the film on the level. And I was hoping to enjoy this film on the level. But I literally, I have no idea what this film was about. I don't get it. But I'm never very good at that sort of stuff. So I don't know. Like, how much did how much had you read about it before watching it, Shafi? I didn't read any. I didn't, because I didn't. Well, I made sure that I didn't see any sort of spoilers or anything like, yeah. like that. Okay, I'm so sort you of... Uh, I think with those sort of films, though, you, you kind of do need to read up about it because then when you do watch it, then it kind of makes sense. I don't know. Maybe that I would have got a different perspective if I. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's like a catch twenty-two, isn't it? I don't. It's a strange one, isn't it? Because if you're reading somebody else's perception of the film before watching the film, it's it's, it's going to guide you, even if you don't realize it. You're going to look at it differently. So, yeah, I just. Just again, like just there was no tits, there was no explosions, there was no guns. I was just like, oh, come on. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if Jordan Peele was on this call, he would say that he would prefer us not to read anything about the film before watching the film. Like we should just enjoy it on the surface level. You know, that's the thing. Like I can't. It was I, so boring. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it on surface level though. <laughs> that's the thing. I didn't enjoy it on surface level. Sorry, Jordan, if you're listening, but yeah, yeah, this... yeah. <laughs> Jordan, join the other seven people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just give a shout out to um, Honduras. Yeah, <laughs> you take uh, it away, listener, already. I don't know why I'm recording this because Will's here. We just just, just, <laughs> record it. just remember it. <laughs> Will won a competition to be on Ash. <laughs> Collect seven crisp packets and those on Ash. He made the competition as the only person to enter it. <laughs> Honestly, this was like finding the golden ticket to Willy Wonka. Honestly, brilliant. Lucky, lucky you. Okay, so um, Kyle, because you uh, enjoyed it uh, the most out out of us all, um, what what's your favourite parts of the film? Yeah, I really liked the what was the monkey called? Um, Gordy. Gordy, yeah, that whole bit, just the first person point of view, just yeah, like eerie as fuck, man, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I th- it was so, it, but he like even sort of because it opens with that, doesn't it? it yeah, opens... and then obviously you could see him. What was she called, Mary Jo? You could see him just like mutilating is it mary joe uh yeah you can see yeah, yeah. but you can't you can only see like the legs reacting yeah yeah but that yeah. that whole i mean that could have been a whole film itself couldn't it that whole little subplot yeah um, and the story of uh um steven young's character was it jupe or jupe uh i think it was jupe i think yeah um yes really interesting man like what i didn't get at the time but it was really obvious afterwards is that 
you know, he's he's got the trauma from an animal being kept in, in captivity and trying to, you know, monetize an animal. And then he tries to do the same with, with Jean Jacket, doesn't he? He gets all the people to come yeah. and watch um, yeah. the alien eat the horse, and it obviously goes very badly. Uh, I did like the third act. I thought it was great. Uh, just, like, lots of uh, really good visuals. Um, yeah, just they all sold it well. Um, I... I, I kind of agree that Daniel Kaluuya, yeah, was really low key, but I don't know, they all sold it. But yeah, Kiki Palmer was great. Uh, I've not heard of that the the guy that played Angel, Brandon Prayer. I've never heard of him before. Um, he was great as well. And fucking Michael Wincott, man, where's he just yeah, appeared yeah, from? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm back. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, he's. I mean, he. I think he's just. You can't just ignore him in a film, right? He's just. No, exactly, uh, he yeah. deserves. He deserves a bit better bigger and better career doesn't he it really does like i really i'm a huge fan he's in one of my favorite films ever the crow and i love alien resurrection and i wish i spoke like that i wish that was my voice that's like 50 of 60 a day in it i think chicks would dig that D- dave have you seen um metro yeah of course i watched it with you Are you watched it with me all right, okay, all right yeah. yeah um he's great in that film as well yeah He's a good baddie. Well, obviously, he's sort of, he's always going to play the bad Tight guy, cast. really, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Metro. <laughs> That's a shit film. He's good in that. <laughs> um, I don't mind Metro. Uh, I think it's quite good. I think it's a, it's cool to see, it's always cool to see Eddie Murphy in that kind of, those kind of action roles. Uh, but, uh, it's his anyway. first film since Ghost in the Shell. Do you think after Ghost in the Shell, he was just like, I'm not doing films anymore? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> he looks great, though. He looks, he looks yeah. really cool. Oh, chill out. Christ. <laughs> it's very because I, sexy. I had to Google his age straight away. I was like, shit, yeah. he is old, isn't he? <laughs> uh, Will, what's your favourite Michael Wincott performance? Who's Michael Wincock again? Who are you talking about? <laughs> He's the old cinematographer. So the cinematographer, the cinematographer. Oh, him, yeah, yeah. So what films he been like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and all loads of like 90s films. Bro is his best performance. Just, there's no question. Strange here. Days. No, I've got nothing, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Thanks, that will. <laughs> Honestly, will it's like this every single time we record. We just go off on tangents about some fucking just say the three musketeers. Will just say the three musketeers. Oh yeah, yeah, three musketeers. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was great as D'Artagnan. <laughs> <laughs> will, have you seen the crow? No, with no, Brandon. Oh, oh, well, this is my, yours, my kindred spirit, mate. Well, will please. Please watch The Crow at some point over the next few weeks. Andy, have you got any favourite parts of this film or not? Or um, I like the bit where, and I didn't know the alien could do this at this point, but like when it's like fucking bleeding over the house, like a big square, that yeah. was mental. Yeah. I like the mad, like, if you took acid and then you went to watch E.T., the bit in E.T. where... They touch fingers like when the gorilla, like the fist pump thing. That was fucking insane. I liked the bit where the flailing tube men was like similar to Jaws with the barrels and stuff. I like that. To the viewers, um, Andy is gyrating and thrusting his hips. I thought that was quite cool. I quite like the fucking mad bit where you're just seeing the the animal spaceship just darting about in the clouds that's quite mad that just darting about and like he's looking up and you're looking up and the best bit for me was when that dude from the electronic shop turns up in the van 
and the music starts playing. I wear my sunglasses at night. So that was quality in the cinema. Like the speaker, one minute it was coming out of the left, then it was coming out of the right. And that's that's what I said earlier. Like, I don't think you need to see this film in the cinema for anything other than the audio. So that's that's my two pence on it. So yeah, Kyle, going back to you, um, you, you got like the full experience of it and regardless of not watching in the cinema, right? Well, when you sent the message saying, um, if you don't see it in the cinema, then you're not really seeing the point of the film. I still thought, oh, fuck it, it's, it's been released digitally now, I'm going to watch it at home. <laughs> so fuck I just, you, Shabby. Yeah, fuck you, Yeah, Air, AirPods it. in, volume high, you know, dark room, all lights off, sat close Pick to telly. Yeah, so, well, yeah. Every film, mate. Dave, do you have any highlights of the film or none whatsoever? As... Yeah, uh, to be fair, I do, yeah. The final credits was pretty awesome. <laughs> and I, I was able to leave the cinema. So, yeah, that was a highlight for me. No, to be okay. honest... Um, I've never actually, seen... I don't think I've heard... Other than Ford versus Ferrari, I've not felt you kind of actively hate a film. Like, this isn't even offensive, this film. You go after the most inoffensive films. Hearing that song from The Lost Generation, that was the highlight of the film for me. That was really cool when she was listening to it and dancing to it. And I, I did quite like the house and stuff like that. So that, that was the highlight for me, Lost Generation, blasting out in the cinema. That was buzzing. I need to watch it again. Will, do you have any any particular moment that kind of stuck out for yeah, you? Yeah, I, 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 I actually thought the monkey scene was, uh, yeah, was good with when obviously starts going on a rampage, it was actually quite a chilling moment. And then the whole um, fist bumping before we get shot, and it's just kind of oh, like, yeah. oh, what the hell just wow. happened here? You kind of, you kind of just want to, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted to know what more of that story or how that ended up yeah, sort of yeah. playing out. Yeah. I kind of wanted to know a bit more about that. So, But um, he explains, doesn't he? Doesn't he explain to them? He? No, he says, go watch the Saturday Night Live sketch. They yeah. describe it best. Which yeah, is really yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the but way that, his way of processing the trauma. The way his way of processing trauma is fucked up, man. It's like I'm just gonna try and make money out of this. You know, rather than <laughs> fucking <laughs> Which I Get suppose, therapy. yeah, you know. Which it's... is what which is what um Daniel Kaluuya's character does because you know, this is the thing that's responsible for killing his dad and and he, he still he wants to take a photo with it. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Like everything I read about this film is that it's all about spectacle. So like even the monkey thing, like there's something so fucking mental and traumatic. Like the fans are intrigued and excited by such a horror. Like it didn't like at one point Duke talk about like some people wanted to sleep over it and pay like thousands of pounds just to yeah, yeah. be yeah. in the room yeah. with that sort of fucking thing. So fifty grams, Jesus, yeah, yeah. that's fucking. Yeah. That's so, mental. Will, what were you going to say, Will? <laughs> no, no, I, I've just. I was going to give another favorite part. I was going to give another favorite part. Go on, go on, um, go on. Let's, also, let's see your other favorite part. No, I, I like the. Uh, I don't know. I'm talking about the, the the motorbike scene with the the, the VMT guy, VMTV guy, and he's like cycling. He's, he's driving along. TMZ. 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 Sorry, TMZ. And he's like obviously driving along, wanting to catch that moment or whatever. And he's the electrics all cut out. He's all fighting the Oh yeah, yeah. So talk, talking of motorbikes, that 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 scene later on with the motorbike where she does that slide. Well, here we go. And taken... you say the word motorbike, and Andy gets blown up. Go on. That, that, <laughs> the way the way Shafi, you'll know about this. Like, there's some like 
Akira, Japanese film or whatever, and it's like got this insanely famous motorbike slide scene. Apparently, that's yeah. taken directly from that. Yeah, he's a, apparently Jordan Peele's like a big Akira fan, um, and at one point he was muted to actually do a live action remake of Akira. Um, uh, so that's a, there's quite an obvious nods at the end. So in this, that's kind of like the final, it's like the last but final shot, right? Of um, well, I, want, I, need to watch, I, want, I need to watch Akira because I think you'll be. <laughs> I, might mean, do, think, right? I think it's fucking shit. But anyway, oh, really? wow. it's wank. Yeah, I hate it. It's, it's, wow. fucking, it's just too weird, man. Fuck this. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, Will. You mentioned motorbikes and I took over. Wow. So, all the Nope fans, we apologize about this <laughs> podcast. All the Akira fans, we apologize <laughs> about this podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. So Can someone just um, please explain the, why the monkey was there. I'm still waiting for Shappy to be there. We've, tell me we've, what, what, we've what the already said that. I just said we've, that. It's a spectacle. Is, no, we've said that right. basically it's about, it's about to do, it's got to do with taking advantage of like the things in front of you and kind of, uh, and that's what, you know, that whole TV show was about taking advantage of this. Oh, this, so it's all about sort of like making money. money and taking advantage of a situation. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And but you even said it right from the um beginning, Will. You said that it's got to do for me, my what I kind of got from it straight away is it got to do with like consumerism, right? It's you know, this this thing that is overbearing everyone, you know, it literally, you know, consumes something and then spit choose as as you said, chews it up and spits you out. I tell you what. One of my favorite scenes is actually when Dupe actually gets kind of sucked up because you you actually you see actually what actually happens in the inside the spaceship and they're sort of like they're sort of like uh, jammed in between like two walls and you hear like the screaming and stuff like that. Um, this is it, man. And at, I don't know if you noticed, but like when this film started, I was literally within twenty seconds, like because of a similar scene, thinking this is going to be the greatest fucking movie of all time because you don't know it at the time, but you're the camera starts out inside the alien and you can see the picture of the black jockey riding and it's like you think you're in like this weird tunnel room or a disco or whatever and then it's like, i just i was like I, I fucking blew my mind that that scene like that yeah. that was stunning you know when you were saying earlier Shafi, this, that's one thing i need to stress to everybody listening is that you can say this film is boring, it's messed up and all the rest of it, but visually there is some insanely exciting, stunning stuff going on. Well, also, another thing is that um, you... Something that... I, maybe I'm, I'm wrong here, but the um, the both siblings don't really seem that bothered about their horses being, like, taken away. Like, And at one point, they, they sort of treat their horses as sort of disposable because there's a point where, like... Daniel Kaluuya is sort of um, like running away from from the actual like spaceship sucking everything up, and then like the horse actually does get consumed, but he's sort of like relieved. He's like hiding in a shed, looking sort of relieved, and it's just sort of like you know treating these things you know around you as sort of like disposable for like your own kind of success, really. And that's kind of for me like thematically that's. You know, that's it. Kind of plays along with with the rest of the themes. Yeah, maybe their maybe their dad was like saw more of them as a creature, and they were just like it's just a business. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they're, they're and that's exactly over and we don't want to do it. Yeah, that's exactly what KK Palmer was about. Kind of when she heard about selling the business, she 
wanted to you know to sell it straight away you know yeah um where it's interesting of, you say that because yeah. Jo- jordan peele uh, there's a statement from him and he said he was talking about gordy at the time but similar to those he said uh, people take advantage of animals and people and um gordy sequence is important because it represented my early career as a performer yeah oh wow because if he, he started in mad tv didn't he so possibly yeah. like he was the you know i'm doing quote unquote um uh you Silly know he's the token the token black guy you know so um the, you know the fact that um you know people kind of uh at, at the moment there's a sort of push for diversity but is there you know you want is it just tokenism or is it actually sort of coming from a place of like real representation and i think you know that that's um there's like a a big difference in that and yeah you know i i think uh that's sort of important and that's probably you know him expressing himself about how he feels in the industry at the moment he wants to make his own stamp and sort of say how he sort of feels around about the world yeah i just want to sorry i just want to ask something before i forget like um the monkey scene was like one of the most mental things i've ever seen like on on screen right and like what what i didn't realize was when it was being filmed and stuff like the sofa for example on the set was 30 percent bigger than a normal sofa so the actor most likes to play in a chimpanzee could look like a chimpanzee and all the rest of it oh, so okay. i was like okay that's interesting blah 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 and i was thinking about the scene but it's one thing i don't get is there was a shoe in the middle of the room that was just upright now i cannot get an answer from anywhere about what the fuck this shoe is doing like why why in the middle of this insanely mental scene but like that scene's kind of place in realism i guess there is this odd shoe that's just standing completely upright like defying the laws of physics i wouldn't put it past jordan peele just to put it in there just so people talk about it and there's no real reason like the watermelon in buckley bonzo but then don't you think it's got to do with it's not really about kind of what the shoe means or whatever but it's just like one still image of of like of what trauma is like so for instance in that first jordan peele film it was about the it was about the deer wasn't it the deer because yeah. he runs over the deer no does he run over the deer i can't remember what what happened with the deer there's something about a deer yeah, yeah. i'm sure he did on the way he there. runs over a deer and then it, he was talk. he's talking about how his mum died and he sort of was just sitting in front front of the tv and the deer represents something to do that. So that's the thing. It's like one single image to sort of, to remind him of that trauma, you know? So, I don't know. Wow. Okay. It's just, I guess it's something that he, he sees. It's not, Yeah. It's, I guess, it, I guess because they'd be playing it as him as a child, right? So, yeah. I mean, I guess he, he just sees that shoe, whether yeah. or not it actually is still or not. Right. Da- Dave, have we given you any... I think Dave started walking home. I know, Dave. <laughs> have we given you any rope to think? Oh, actually, I'm, I'm going to give this film the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, are we helping in that way or not? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Jesus to be fair, like I said, I think if I if I had read a bit more about the film before watching it, I don't know. I think I might have a different opinion on it, but but like I say it's probably not the the right thing to do. But I think for me to help me understand and then help you know what the sort of the film it's going to be about then 
because like I say a lot of the stuff just doesn't make sense maybe if I watch it again it'll probably make a bit more sense I, honestly well I can agree with you more the viewing experience is not great like from a fucking <laughs> a standpoint of being entertained like visually stunning to the fucking... other, Andy you're like Sean's fucking shit no, all, all, exactly. I'm, all I'm saying is watching this film is shit but there are watching this film is also quality <laughs> reading about it afterwards might be great but watching the film is shit I, I, yeah, I mean, the, I disagree. The bit where he's the bit at the end where he's just sat on that horse like a cowboy is fucking gangster. That's quality. And yeah. when the like when the alien and the music as well, full blown jellyfish thing. It's not an alien. Is quality. It's not an alien. But it is a bit boring. It's, but it's so also boring. riding the astral planes of madness. So I quite like that. What makes you say it's not an alien, Dave? It's not an alien. Of course it is. Why? It's not an alien. It's like tremors. I always, I always said it was an animal, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's it's a native animal. A native it's animal? Not. Yeah, what, what makes you think it's an alien? Well, you just think it was on Earth always? Yeah. But that's tremors. interesting, Dave. Yeah, well done. That's a very interesting point. There's nothing that says it's actually from space. The Loch Ness Monster of... Oh, this is what I love, no. Megalodon. You've just opened up another fucking door of madness for me. <laughs> yeah. Right, you should all... Everyone listening, you need to go and watch this film. <laughs> It's a bit of shit, but it's also quality. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, would we all would we all go and buy a ticket for Jordan Peele's next film if you hadn't would seen not, the trailer? Would not hesitate. Would not hesitate. Yeah, me too. Well said. Would not hesitate. Yeah. I, I haven't seen us yet. I need to watch us. Also, really also... Yeah, I also, it's the it's the only time I'll get to see Will again. So, yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> this when you fly to London at the IMAX. <laughs> You're paying Will, yeah, yeah. Just get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm about to bring I'm about to bring the the intelligence of this, of this podcast right down. So I apologise now. <laughs> no worries. Right, so I had a weird theory. Like, you know, when you're watching the film, like trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. So, one of the, you know, when they get eaten, it's almost like a reverse giving birth. They're traveling back up the birth canal. It's really fucking weird. So, I'm like, is this just like a big fucking flying vagina just flying around? <laughs> <laughs> like, Anti birth to people. It's weird as fuck. Typical like, Kyle. Always yeah, thinking dumb, of Panani. Well, and then it just has a massive period over the house. Is <laughs> exactly, that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what Jordan Hill meant. That's what it is. A flying <laughs> vagina that periods out metal. Nice. Um, yeah. uh, when, uh, you know when you saw Mary Jo when she's got the, the veil on? I was just like, please, please show her face. Please do it. Fingers crossed, please do it. And they did it. So it's like... Yeah, that's fucked up. There's a, there's a yeah. true story that yeah. that's kind of based off. Um, yeah. I watched a documentary about years ago. A woman, a chimpanzee, like, ate her face off. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, oh. it's grim, man. Yeah, it's grim. She had, she had, like, fucking thousands of surgeries, and yeah. Oh, my God. Right, that's all I've got. I think that's our discussion on uh, Nope. Um, as you can, as you heard, it's created a, a mixed response, but um, me and Kyle are kind of in the very positive camp. Uh, Andy sounds like he didn't even watch the film. Sounded like he just agreeing with everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's just been agreeing. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That part was really good as well. Yeah, that part was really good. And, I accidentally uh, saw Get Out. 
<laughs> and um and will and dave uh, were very miserable and ate it so there you go <laughs> that is our discussion of nope now oh um, big, big shout out to keith david uh obviously jordan peele's a, a big fan of the thing i assume he's the june Kun- kunamura of uh of Hollywood. He is, yeah, he is. <laughs> there's a there's a little in joke for the uh viewers that uh got that reference. But anyway. So thank you very much, Will. Let's all give Will a round of applause. It's been a great great sport. No and joke. He's he's refusing to. And he's refusing. No joke. That, Will mate, that was fucking awful. <laughs> I know. No, no, you, I thought, no, I thought so. I'd never seen any films. You've literally <laughs> even, <laughs> seen nothing. Nothing. It's all right though. He's not. He's not freaks like us. That's why he's not. Um, <laughs> oh no! He's actually, fuck me. He's actually like a really cool, like you know, singer, rugby player, all that stuff. So yeah. I'm just um, like the standard movie watcher, you know. No, you know, mate. Who the fuck hasn't seen a Apollo <laughs> oh, thirteen? No, no, don't, don't, <laughs> will the word movie watcher and you should not even be in the same <laughs> sentence, mate. Um. Anyway, okay, that's fine. Um. So thanks a lot, Will, for coming. Uh. You've been a great sport, and uh, uh, how have you enjoyed your time here? That's no, been great. No, thank, thanks for having me on. Except for Carl, who says, "Oh, that's fucking quality." Okay, so Kyle, what's your one-word review? Blockbuster. Uh, Will, what's your one-word review? Uh, forgetful. Okay. <gasps> wow! Uh, no, 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 uh, Dave, Dave, what's your one word review? Nope. Okay. And Andy, what's your one word review? Uber. Nice. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Great. Well, there you go. That is, uh, mine is epic. I think I already said that for one other film, but anyway. Sure, it's not skip. <laughs> <laughs> now it is time to pass the baton to uh dave who whose next film choice is for the next episode so dave you you know what andy though you've enjoyed dave's choices for the past couple of films so what the singing in the rain tucker and dale (laughs) yeah that was good that Um, was amazing actually have you seen tucker and dale will no no. Oh, I will watch Tucker and Dale. It's so funny. It it's is good, it? Yeah, honestly, it's so, so good. Um, well, uh, I hope you've been taking notes of the films we've been talking about. Yeah, honestly, I've got like a massive pile of films that I need to watch. <laughs> it gives me a little. Please, please watch Jalica 2. Please watch it. And, Will, seriously, if you've got a spare five hours, watch this film called RRR. <laughs> three hours man. honestly three please hours. mate please i was telling please. you about our wasn't i well not no okay anyway. okay anyway um you're just probably not listening to me when i talk it um as usual um so dave yeah what is your choice of the next film well i was tempted to say stranger than paradise but i want to keep handy on my in my good books so i'm gonna i've got a few so 
I know Shafi's seen it, but have the other two seen Clerks? I've not. Wow, you've not seen Clerks? I've seen about the first 20 minutes, and then something came up, and then it went off Netflix. So, yeah, I've seen the first 20 minutes. That's it. Oh, okay. I'm going to love this film. You fucking sexy bastard, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. All right, cool. Is, if that's okay, because obviously we always say that no one's seen except Shafi. So the caveat is Shafi. So, yeah, I'm going to say Clerks. <laughs> What was that noise? Is that the Gone above the corner shop. Will's just turned on Jellicatu, I'm sure. <laughs> um, that is, you know, so what, Kyle, does that mean you're going to try and contact Kevin Smith to appear, in, to appear in our podcast? No. And I did tweet his mate the other day. Jason Means. No, Mark Bernardi, who's his podcast friend. Um, oh, he didn't okay. reply. Oh, well, here you go. <laughs> nice thank you very much dave that's going to be uh an exciting episode to record um right so kyle would you like to tell the viewers how to get in touch with us all right please get in touch with us send any questions comments praise hate mail or one word reviews to the popcorn post bag at who dropped the popcorn at gmail.com or follow like harass us on twitter at who popcorn or on instagram and tiktok at who dropped the popcorn you can also leave a review on your podcast app and please remember to like and subscribe. You've been listening to Who Dropped the Popcorn. We really appreciate it. See you soon. Ooh.